Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. The one and only shot with Thunder Willie Mac. This is Shreddy Break, aka Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hello, welcome to Broken but Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined by the Muscle Bomber, Nick David. Oof, good evening. And your girlfriend's favourite wrestler, Lance Rivera. Hello. Hi, this evening, Lance. Not too bad, not too bad. How are you? I'm alright. I've got a sore throat, so if, I, if you hear funny noises for Al, it's just me clearing my throat or something. I'll try and cuss as many else as I can, but I'll probably go home. <laughs> but the I good thing is we're all social distancing, so. Yes. Just like writing from three points. <laughs> uh, we discussed this off air. This will not be discussed on air. But like I'm about to do the Roy Hodgson interview when he gets in, he keeps swearing they have to keep restarting the interview. And then uh, when I keep asking him the same question and he keeps going, no, no, I've already answered that since you uh, restarted the interview. <laughs> it's like Harry Redknapp when he was like, I ain't a fucking William Dealer. <laughs> oh, come back. <laughs> but yeah, no, no football mentioned on the pod tonight. Not in the mood. And I, I was actually supposed to be on the Girls Loud tonight, but I turned that down for wrestling podcast. Because <laughs> I don't want to talk about football. Even worse, uh... You don't talk football with two United fans. Exactly. <laughs> so you come on here with two United fans. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> My logic. We all love a good penalty, don't we? Clash of champions, <laughs> clash of champions, clash of champions. <laughs> <laughs> Retribution. We'll, we'll, we'll start with. <laughs> yeah, well, we haven't discussed this yet, so we'll start with uh, Retribution's hilarious two character names. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, Mia Yin is now called Reckoning. Mercedes Martinez is now called Retaliation. Tom McDavidkovich <laughs> is T-Bar. Theo Madden is Mace. And Shane Thorne is Slapjack. <laughs> I'm guessing Slapjack means it's a different in the States than it does in the UK. <laughs> so, yeah. Do they want us to know who they are, like, properly yet? Or is that why? I mean, I'm, I'm just a bit confused now with where it's going. I mean, do they want us to know who they are, what the names are, or is that are they just names to throw us off to the scent? Or, yeah. So, I mean, if, it, if, they, if they are their names going forward, what is wrong with just keeping their bloody NXT names? I have no idea. I feel like someone does need to tell what, what the, Slapjack what the, does, is. Does, 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 you don't know what Slapjack is? I know, I just, just, just have to lock it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I just had to lock it up because I was like, what, what's he mean? And uh, yeah, I walked it up on Urban Dictionary just then. And uh, <laughs> it's a bit like when they called um, Paige, Charlotte and Becky Submission Sorority. The porn website is the yeah. porn series. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they've done it like in the, the, the vein of Five Knuckle Shuffle. <laughs> they don't even call it the Five Knuckle Shuffle anymore. How are they getting away with this? <laughs> Do you want to let our American listeners know what it means? You got N- no, I'll, I'll let them look it up, to be honest. I'll, I'll let them find that out themselves. Leave <laughs> for the imagination. There's there's, yeah, there's a Seattle Slapjack as well. Seattle stuff. I don't know what that is. I'm not I'm not explaining that either. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want a recording of me ever, ever, ever surfacing of me explaining what either of these are. If by the grace of God I one day make it to WWE and then one day I debut on the main roster and it comes out broken but glorious leaks audio recording of Lance Rivera reading out the definitions of a slapjack. <laughs> No, 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 no. No, you're all right. No. Um, another name reported was Shatter, which was reportedly going to be for Yen or Martinez. I don't get why they've um, they've taken their names away. It just seems a bit strange to me. Are they meant to sound more intimidating? Because reckoning and retaliation are just like... They feel like Bane's goons. You know, like if you were playing yeah. Arkham Knight or something, like Bane's gang turned up. 
they were like, oh, I'm yeah. called Reckoning yeah. or something. Yeah. People like, oh, fair enough. With the masks and everything, they just feel like they're mates with Bane. I don't get it. I mean, I've, I've, I just, I mean, on Twitter as well, they're all, the, they're all, I mean, me and Yim, I know, is definitely still the same profile and everything. So I, mean, I just don't get, like, they want us to, like, know like, it's me and Yim. There's a me and Yim, I think. Well, they've made, there's a me and Yim, and I think they've made a reckoning one, though. A second one. <laughs> So then it makes you think that they want us to know it's me, or is it still part of when they're going to reveal why they why they've just destroyed everything and or or what their agenda is like? Because at the moment it's just kind of I still do like them. I've still got high hopes for the storyline, but it just seems to me at the moment that it's all on. Um, yeah, it's all just gone a little bit weird at the moment, in my opinion, especially with all these names. I mean, these name these names are up with the most stupidest things they've done in terms of names. Um, I mean, obviously on the shows, countless of times, you always get another when they take, when they do the classic, let's take away the first name for no reason, like Buddy Murphy. Mm-hmm. Let's just make him called Murphy. Uh, I like, can get that though, because it can be more marketable. Well, I think for some of them it's fine, like Alexander Rusev to Rusev, that sounds fine. Yeah. That's obviously the thing. But I mean, some of them you really don't need to take away a first name, in, in my opinion. It just, well, we got we got used to I them think, really quickly though, didn't we? Was just, I got people don't moan about oh they took away Antonio from Cesaro or as we said Alexander Russo they didn't they was moaning about they took out Shadowsy from Sheamus. I don't I see like with that I don't mind it as much. I'm a bit like eh whatever. It's like Charlotte's just Charlotte, isn't she? She's not Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's I can understand that because it is just still their name. They're just shortening it. Because they, they don't deny that that's their name or anything, but like changing their name fully to something like this, it's just a bit, oh, okay. We we still know yeah. who they are. Because <laughs> it is like them giving them an yeah, entirely different for, gimmick. Yeah, if they're going to be, yeah. Because Mia Yen seems to be just, look exactly the same as Mia Yen, but she's got some spots in her face now. <laughs> so I guess that's the only difference I can see. And she wears black cut, black cut uh, attire. She's still got the same me and her and talks exactly the same as me and... Maybe it's just a thing to be like, oh, we're going to call them this, but they're not actually going to do it. Maybe it's just going to be a case of, oh, we're going to call them this until we actually reveal who they are and just yeah. wait until they actually go, oh, yeah, no, it's actually these and they were just using a different name. And maybe it's going to be their nicknames so, instead of their like actual... Mia Reckoning Yin. <laughs> I didn't mean that, but maybe the Reckoning Mia Yin. Mm. Something like that. Yeah. I've still got high hopes that, that it's going to be in terms of a good storyline, to be fair. I think this is just for now until they do get rid of all the masks and what have you and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. It's going to be till they get rid of the masks. Not so they go back to their original ring crew or anything, gear or anything like that, but just at least, um, at least just have, again, just have a bit of a purpose of why they're changing their names and everything. But yeah, that's just me. That's just my opinion. We, we say all yeah. now, but it could end up being really cool. <coughs> yeah, there's been some awful names throughout the years, which will get be accepted eventually. <laughs> I was going to say, to be fair, if you if someone said, oh, I'm going to be called The Rock, you'd be like, come on, mate. Yeah. What do you mean you're going to be called The Rock? I'm going to call Mr. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ass. Yeah, you'd think, what are you on about, mate? But then <laughs> it's dead cool, isn't it? And everyone, everyone's gone on about The Rock. I'm going to be called Stone Cold. Yeah. <laughs> My name's The Undertaker. Edge. Edge. <laughs> exactly. So it, it could just work out for the best. We could be, we could talk about it now and be like, oh, it just doesn't make sense. We don't like it. His name was Rocky Maivia and now he's The Rock. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I like, when, when me and Joel make, like, our creator wrestlers on the 2K games we do tend to give the Hales rubbish names like Reckoning and Retaliation like we've got a tag team called Doomsday and the Destroyer who are just they, they got grey skin and they were like basically they dress a bit like uh, oh, demolition but they're just massive huge I was going to say Dominatrix clothes okay yeah, they dress a bit like demolition, don't they? So yeah. So, yeah. yeah his name's Axe and his name's Smash. Yeah. Is there, so I feel like there's no eight. point being too yeah, there's no point being too judgmental at the moment until we realise what's actually going on, I think. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, I was researching worst names of wrestling, and I think I did find possibly worst names in a pay-per-view by Women's of Wrestling in 2001. So listen to some of these and let me know where they rank against the Retribution. So they had Danger in the main event. I kind of like the name Danger. Yeah, that might not. It's like Jet from Gladiator, isn't it? I was thinking of Gladiator's names, yeah. (laughs) They had Thug, they had Riot, they had Ice Cold, Poison. My favourite was, I guess, the same... What, what type of rip off you this is her name is Jane Blonde oh oh let me think hmm <laughs> does he drive a car <laughs> Jane Blonde yeah she's like yeah complete female rip off of James Bond <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like it I'm actually sure I can watch these <laughs> and her entrance video she kind of just there's a guy about to throw a ninja star at her and she just turns around Round the looks at him and he explodes. <laughs> I was like, that's brilliant. That's amazing. I mean, if you're going to bring the character back now, then you have to have Skyfall as the theme tune. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I might steal the gimmick. Jane Blonde. Who'd be Jane yeah. Blonde? Exactly. We'll go with that. I've got one there. It works. You might win a match. You could be in that. Oh, what's that? What that that new promotion in the northeast? Wrestle verse. Um, you get a complete oh, yeah. different gimmicks. Oh, I'll message them and say, I've got this entirely new gimmick for you guys. <laughs> My name's going to be James Blonde. And it's an entire rip-off of James Bond. What yeah. do you reckon? <laughs> I think they'll love it. <laughs> Come to the ring with an M16 in my hand. <laughs> That's how I win matches, by shooting people. Oh, my God. The Stacey could be S... She'd be your cure, your ever, and she gives you weird things to win the matches with. Weird oh, yeah. devices. <laughs> Jack could be Zed instead of Q. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is an idea now. I like it. Well, you could do it so you're both, you're both James Blonde, but when you get beat, you, you can come in as Jack. You're both, because that's what happens. You just, once you decide not to do it, he comes in. So you have to beat two people oh, to beat nice. you. I'd still have them as job. I still had them as jobbers. You are. <laughs> Did you just call me? <laughs> I'm just an advocate. Ooh. Ooh. You're going to be more than an advocate soon at this rate. <laughs> this is Cyrus Blackwell, and you will say my name and keep listening to Broken but Glorious. The, the quiz needs its own theme tune. Yeah. Sing it for us. Write the, the theme features. tune, sing the theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the first round of A Question of Sports Entertainment, Lance's Question Master this week. Okay, so I've gone with uh, a throwback to last week, and I want you to name all the people who featured on Fatal 4 Way 2010. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Okay. Um, so who was champion last week? Um, was, I'll, uh, let you, I'll let you. Go, I'll let you go first. You're, you're a very kind man. Um, do you know what? Do you hear a really boring fact as well? I just remembered yeah. this was on my this was on my 16th birthday. This was wow. Okay. So that's yeah, 20th of June for, 2010. Yeah, spot on. Yeah, that was my 16th birthday. It was a World Cup day as well. I don't know. I think music. I don't know. It wasn't very really good games on. I had a curry in the evening. <laughs> and then stayed up and watched some wrestling. What better way to send to spend a 16th birthday? But yeah, uh, sorry. First question, uh, first answer. I will go for. Um, oh crap! Is it actually a match or did you just? Um, well, I'll go for um, John. C- yeah, okay. I'll go for John Cena. John Cena was on the the show. Yes, he was in the main event. Randy Orton. Randy Orton was also in the main event. He was in the same match. Surprisingly, it was a fatal four-way match. <laughs> uh, I believe Sheamus was in that match. Oh, he was, yes. Uh, CM Punk? CM Punk was also in on this show. He was in the World Heavyweight Championship match, which was also a fatal four-way match. Ray Mysterio? Ray Mysterio was in said fatal four-way match on fatal four-way. Uh, Edge? Edge was in the uh, WWE Championship match. Oh, is that all of them now? 
Yeah, that rules out another answer of mine. Um, how many have I said? You said three. We're at three, three. Three, yeah. three. three. Um, so I said uh, Ray Mysterio. Oh, um, I think he was... Um, I think he might have been the champion, Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger was in this match, yes. I was on the show in the Fatal 4-Way match. He entered as champion. The Undertaker? The Undertaker was not on this show. So that leaves us at 4-3. And I will go for um, Big Show. Well, (laughs) yeah, he is on this this show. Uh, Mark Henry? Just let me look. I'm just looking now. Mark Henry was not on this show, no. Ah, no. So, at the end of that round, it is three to five to Nick. Hooray! Boom! <laughs> Big Quizmaster can't be Quizmaster can't be biased. I mean, <laughs> congratulations, Nick. Yeah, that's more like it. Well done. Can you, you can call me Sir next time. Okay. <laughs> It's the second round they wrestlers are in the wrestling classic in 1980-something. <laughs> <laughs> all the wrestlers to ever feature on WWE TV, ever. <laughs> this is Daredevil Dave Dahl here, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious. I just got done talking to these fellas. You need to give them a listen, because this is the best podcast you will find out of New England, and you can't go wrong with that. And I will tell you one thing. These guys will go and rule over all the podcasts that you listen to. Thank you for listening. Right, so Clash of Champions was on Sunday. Uh, pretty Hooray. fun show. Pretty fun, yeah, pretty fun show overall. I thought sandwiched by two amazing bouts, which will be probably be the main focus of this section. So firstly, the main event. Was it? I think it was a fantastic piece of storytelling. Character yeah. development at the moment. And J.S. was also great. Um, the match was pretty much how we predicted it, so that Jay will get a bit of flurry of offense and they get battered. And yeah, the bit at the end where you just say, say my name, it's reminded me a bit of Green versus Alistair Black. That's a Kobe Chief, like, say my name type thing. I thought it was amazing, absolutely fantastic main events. Um, I think they've, they, I mean, they, you forget as well, they've only had, what, four, is it four weeks to book this match? And I said last week on the show, how much I've enjoyed the build-up in such a short space of time, and it, this was just fantastic. Um, I was a bit questionable when it was main events, and but boy, they justified it 100% within the main events. Uh, I thought yeah. they got everything about it correct, in my opinion. I thought the match itself was fantastic with the with Jay getting in a bit of a, uh, a bit of offence and a bit of near near falls, but the story I tell them throughout was brilliant. With Reigns just going, "Why aren't you staying down?" And then with Jay just getting his little classics, not today, yeah, just, I'm yeah, saying just it. Take, take the pain there, you should have took the pain there. That was just brilliant. He wasn't shouting, which is brilliant. He was just talking. Yeah. It's what made it even better. And I, I think the heel turn has just been, this obviously cemented it, was just fantastic. The 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 the, 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 the bit at the end of obviously when, when the, the towel was thrown in and then the continuing the, of the punches to it was just, yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I think they. This is the the booking as well, and the video montage before the match as well. I thought was absolutely fantastic as well. With uh, well, again, all, the, all the videos were brilliant on the show. I think if you hadn't yeah. watched wrestling for a couple of weeks, you were properly caught up. I thought. Any better than like oh, we've done that video. We'll come back later, but they didn't mention Keith Lee in the Drew Randy build up, and he's been a huge part of the build up. I don't think he was mentioned in the video package to build up to that match. That's the only video package I didn't really like. But the rest of them were really good. Yeah, absolutely. But um, and as well, I think there was obviously doubts like Jay Uso is he really a main event wrestler? Um, I think yeah, he's proven that he can certainly battle the rest. And I think as well, I, I again I, I love Jimmy coming out as well. Even even as well, whether that was actually a genuine limp because obviously we know he's injured or he's off he's off injured as well. I thought that was just fantastic the way he came out limping out to the ring, looking like really just devastated, like they're losing like. Their, their family member and begging come on who's Jim, obviously then Jason don't throw the towel in um, and I thought it's brilliant I've seen a few morons on sort of Twitter just going why are they finishing a pay-per-view and not throwing a towel in it's like well what would you rather than just have a, a normal match then Reigns just supermans and punch out of nowhere wins the match one two three 
Um, I think, yeah, this was the perfect outcome, in my opinion. Something a bit different. And, yeah, I, um, it. I thought it was, yeah, fantastic. And it, in my opinion, it justified it being the main event because of not only how good the match was, but more importantly, because of the ending. I, I saw a really cool comment the other day because um, WWE posted about him being the tribal chief and someone put yeah. underneath it just wait till this real tribal chief turns up and just with the picture of the rock Ooh, yeah. and I was like oh it's going to happen because it was a video I think it's where he's like I've put um, I've put food on the, the plates of everyone in this family I'm the one who's providing for this family I'm mm. the chief and it's like just wait till the real tribal chief turns up and I was like oh my god the build for this is already there I think it's that's the obvious end to the story, but I don't think it will happen. I don't. The Rock's already said that he um he'd love to do it, and I'm a bit like, oh, he's gonna do it. Uh, it you can't get a show, can he? Is that, isn't that why he hasn't wrestled for so long? Didn't he want to wrestle at WrestleMania a couple yeah. of years ago? And that's why he only had a six second match because he couldn't get insured for a match. And that he's was a he was filming. Oh, now than he was. Now. He was fa- his, um re- he was filming Fast and Furious at the same time. I think that was the issue. Yeah, because when it when it wasn't during his match Cena, he was meant to be meant to start filming Hercules, but he got injured during the match. Yeah. So it kind of pushed back for months. He was meant to so be now, on Raw the next yeah. night. So you've yeah. You with so, Lesnar. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. I was so disappointed. I was so excited for that because I saw the rumors all day. It was like <laughs> the Rock's going to have a match with Lesnar next year, and it's going to be set up on Raw the next night. And I was like, it's going to happen. I didn't even turn up on Raw, and I was like, "Yeah, we got a John Cena Mark Henry match instead." Yeah. I mean, that was cool, mm. but the sexual chocolate chance were fantastic. Is that the salmon night? The Fandango night. Yeah, it was when the. That uh, would be my. He was wearing the salmon jacket trying to retire. Was that that night? Was that different? Was that? Oh no, no, that was that was ages. That that was um. That was that was actually, months after, yeah. It wasn't that far down the line, though, was it? It was, it was quite... No, it was a few months after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't The Rock versus Brock Lesnar, because he even tried teasing it, didn't they, when um, Lesnar turned up at Titan Towers, because he stared down the picture of The Rock. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I've, been, I've been waiting for this match. You can tell as well since... How, what year was it, 2014? Uh, 2013 was when The Rock yeah, lost was, in, Yeah, because I was 14, yeah. Because yeah, mm-hmm. I've, I've been sat waiting. So young. <laughs> Every time the rock comes up on Raw or SmackDown, and I'm like, it's gonna happen. <laughs> same show. They're on the same it show. It's finally gonna happen. He's gonna get his win back. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm waiting for is for the rock to finally get his win back over Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> so where, where do you one... see the story going? Sorry. Do you see? Uh, to, to the rock. <laughs> Well, do you see that feud with the Usos continuing, or do you see that his cousins joining? Well, I don't know. They've been building up quite a bit on SmackDown, haven't they? I can't, I can't see them joining forces after that, because I mean, he's just battered him, hasn't he? I think it, it could be interesting if the, if the Usos join Roman as like his followers, if that's the right word. Um, maybe like Roman as a chief, but they follow his orders through like an honour thing, rather than we've changed no, to maybe. an heel change. So just like a family honour, they, they've joined him rather than they want to be heels. So they do, do his bidding. Ah, that'd be quite cool. Like, yeah, and you've got, like, yeah, I know what you mean. That would be quite, that would well, be quite cool. Eventually, Roman tells him to do something so hideous that he turn on Roman eventually. Yeah. I don't know, it, it'd feel a bit weird for me, that, because it'd be like, if if my mate batted my other mate and I have to pull him off him, I wouldn't be like, oh, let's let's hang out with him again. But, but, he, but he's the chief now, isn't he? He's the chief of the family. Oh, so, so does The Rock then turn up and beat off all of them? Just beat what? up Reigns. Yeah. He has, to, he has to feud with the Usos to get to Roman. Well, I'm not talking <laughs> a, a, a six-week-long story with The Rock having matches on SmackDown and Raw. <laughs> well, you could have it like, event, like, down the road, somehow Rikishi comes in and tries to talk his sons out of it, and then Roman orders him to kick, kick Rikishi in, and they refuse, and then it turns them back to the good side. Mm, yeah. You're making me excited. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, there's loads of angles you can go. I just sadly feel like, whilst I, I think they've given themselves certainly options to go back and to go back to this, but I would even, I think what they're going to potentially do is have, I think with the Fiend, the way that they're going on with Fiend and Reigns at the moment, I would potentially maybe have them sell Jay's injuries for the next 
for the next month or two even. So I don't maybe have to sell them injuries. Hope that might even get Jimmy back as well. Then mm-hmm. just get this Reigns thing feud done with, which sounds a bit bad, but the fact that we're saying get this done over and done with in this quick space of time. Um, but I would have that. My, they could do my fantasy booking. But have <laughs> Fiend, Otis and Braun versus Usos and <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a bit of a mother. But yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd have Reigns, um, the thing, get it out of the way at Hell in a Cell, and then yeah, potentially, I don't know what they're going to do about Survivor Series. It's going to be a championship match, but then you'd be, you've got TLC. Oh, I don't know what it is. If it's TLC in December, then you could even maybe do a triple threat match, even between the Usos and Reigns for the title. So they've certainly given it. Legs and potentially room to go back to it, sort of thing. So, um, which again, I think is usually is the case of them booking themselves into the corner, but they've actually done the complete opposite this time. They've actually booked themselves into um, a fantastic wide space of areas they can go down. What? Well, if? I'd leave. I'd leave the fiend and build them back up to. Yeah. And because you've, you've got, because um, Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles could come out of the Intercontinental if they wanted a couple of appearances for the next couple of pay per views. Just one of the big names to batter. What if Rikishi turns up and he has a match with Rikishi? <laughs> then he beats Rikishi. Then Tamatonga <laughs> jumps over from New Japan. He has a match with Tamatonga. Oh, and then we build it all up and we end up with the Rocket WrestleMania. And it's just a big family storyline all the way to WrestleMania. <laughs> I'd be well upset if you beat Tamatonga though, I won't lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just thinking of a massive faction of <laughs> Roman Tomatonga, the Usos, and the Nia Jax as just like the Awardi family. <laughs> oh like my god. The whole <laughs> Rikishi just dancing in the background. Oh, oh that'd be so cool. <laughs> Tamatonga and Tongaloa. Oh, oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> Alright, uh, should we move on to the IC title match? I thought this was. No, I think we should just keep fantasy booking this. <laughs> 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 I thought I thought that I thought the ladder match was long, but it was a lot of fun. It was refreshing to see so much creative and original ladder spots. Some real really wild spots, and the finish was incredible. I thought. So I thought my I match, thought was mine. Yeah. I just I, yeah, I was shocked when I read it was twenty six minutes. I think it was forty minutes belt, like entrance to the end or something. But I, it didn't really seem that long to me when I was watching it. So, no, so, I didn't you know, that I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of long matches, but I really enjoyed it. I'm still trying to figure out what Jeff was trying to do when he was climbing head first down the ladder. I think he had something amazing in his head. I think, what he, was, <laughs> I think what he was trying to do was when he tipped the ladder back, he was going to land on the top rope. Maybe, yeah. But I don't think he got far enough down. It looked absolutely <laughs> mental. And I was like, that is, that's quite scary, actually, going head first down the ladder. It was quite sick when he got thrown outside. Though. It looked like a horrible fall. <laughs> Man's made of rubber. It doesn't affect him. Yeah, they, yeah. They, everybody took some crazy bumps, and their backs looked so brutal. And yeah, Jeff got his signature Swanton Swanton bomb off the biggest ladder for a table. And then, um, Sami Zayn using the handcuffs was through Jeff's earlobe. That was. It wasn't. To be fair, it wasn't as bad as the um, the Randy Orton one from no, a couple of years ago at Hell Cell. That I had to turn away because I just couldn't remember what That was just disgusting. Yeah. I but, thought it was um, a really clever finish. Yeah. I, f- I forgot to mention it about the uh, the WWE title match as well with the low blow. I've yes. never seen anything yeah. like that before. I no, thought it was it great. Look, it looked completely accidental, but then when Roman just started smiling, it was like, ah. Oh. Oh, I thought it was good. You dickhead, yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's why I love the build to his heel turn so much because they haven't just gone straight into it they've slowly built it and slowly done little twitches uh, making little touches and yeah that was good because you're right at the time you're like oh you can probably still argue that maybe he did it on on purpose maybe he didn't do it on purpose but yeah it was good use of the replay as well maybe the VAR should be in wrestling <laughs> um, I've had the capabilities for years <laughs> but, um, with uh, the ladder match as well I agree with the Sami Zayn. It was such a club. But I think the whole ladder match, well, it had like a bit of everything. Really. It had its brute, it was brutal at times. Um, uh, it had great work. Obviously, Jeff was high flying, and it had the fantastic heel work from 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 Sami. I just loved. Uh, Star was going to win. He's like, "Well, you're going to take me with you, buddy." <laughs> just 
higher handcuffs <laughs> into to the league. And then the way he just gets gets the key out and brilliant, just sort of walks past him to get the title. Yeah. Um, it, it, and it's just a unique way of booking it as well. It wasn't just a stereotype because someone gets booted off a ladder, they climb the ladder, win the belt. Uh, which usually, obviously, we never complain about that in any ladder match, but it was nice to see a refreshing kind of finish as well. Um, I, I just thought it was all—I just thought it was terrific, to be honest. The um, the whole um, the whole match, if, I, if I'm honest, yeah. um, and um, it, I think as well, it's so, we're doing opening. I think opening a show with a, with like a brutal ladder match or stipulation match, I think it really does set the seed so well for a pay per view. And as well, it instantly gives that title that little bit more uh, like legitimacy as well, I think. Like, the fact that they're willing to go through all of that for the Intercontinental belt. And that's why I feel like with the tag team belts, like, it, it instantly gives them, like, we, obviously we talk about that, oh, they're not really worth anything anymore, sadly, the way they're booked. All you need to do is could put them in like a, like a ladder match or something, and they instantly have the worth because they're, the, obviously, of the pain the wrestlers are putting themselves through to win the, to win it. And, um, no, but no. Excellent open to the to the show, and yeah, in my opinion, it was my favourite match. It's tough because the main event I loved in a different way. I think in terms of actual wrestling enjoyment, I think this was probably my match tonight. Yeah, this is the best wrestler match, both storyline wise. The main event, yeah, definitely. What do we see next for Sammy? Because I can see Jeff and AJ going into the main event now. Tough, isn't it? Um, I could, I could definitely see the feud continuing on to at least another show. Yeah, I mean, I'm in that rush to see it come to a conclusion. You, um, you could even, you could even, I would, even, I would even happily have them triple threat in the cell itself. You could even use destroy them. There's nowhere for Zane to run, sort of thing. Oh, um, so yeah, mate, I, I wouldn't, I'm not in any rush to see them all disappear from each other. Uh, it depends what they want to do with style, styles, if they want to turn in face or what have you. But I would, um. Yeah, I'm in no rush to see this come to a conclusion. I don't think. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of other contenders that could really challenge as well on on SmackDown. I'd like to see maybe. I suppose you could do Riddle, but then I don't know. I think that would just that would take the that should realistically tell, take the belt off Sammy. So I think mm. in terms of, of of how to keep the belt on Sammy or in a in a good booked way, I would um. I would what say about RVD left impact this week? A short run. With RBD, just a yes. whole fucking show. <laughs> Rob Van Dam. Because he, 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 yeah, over the over the years he's come in for the odd month or two, just to add a bit loot to the IC champion. <laughs> just come in, make it a four way, four way in a hell in a cell. Yeah, he's he's still he's still doing quite good work. RBD in, in packs. So that man will always do good work. Yeah. <laughs> he's nearly fifty though. Don't forget. Yes, yeah. Oh, you could be wrestling for another twenty years, and I would still be like Rob and Donald put on a good match. I promise you. Well, right. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff's, Jeff, and AJ are both forty-three. I mean, Jeff Hardy, he will still be doing swamp time bombs when he's eighty. <laughs> Someone will just film him in his back garden one day, and he'll be doing motocross when he's ninety-two. Yes, forty-nine. Oh, we do know. Oh, so, fucking so, show! You want to go in for one more game? I swear, the wrestlers now are just ageless. Because at one time it was just Ric Flair, wasn't it? That yeah. everyone's like, oh, he's ageless. But everyone, everyone seems to be ageless. If you told me AJ Styles was thirty, I'd be like, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. You were, <laughs> a Finn Balor as well. He's, I'm sure he's my age. I'm sure he's forty next year. He might be a year younger than me. Maybe older than me. <laughs> he's thirty-nine. Yeah. Yeah. Same age as me. Hard, <laughs> isn't it? Like. I'm, I'm never going to get to WWE because no one's ever going to retire. <laughs> <laughs> and to, to be honest, I, I, I'd be like, yeah, no, that, that's completely fair. <laughs> All right, so uh, probably the last match we'll talk about is the 20-minute advert for the um, Slambulance from Mattel. They're not selling these 50-pound Slambulance toys, so let's do an ambulance match. So the kids want the ambulance. <laughs> Fifty-five would be good. Yeah. So. so how much they cost? Has expense all his birthday money on it. Money. Yeah. End of June. To be honest, I would have spent fifty-five quid on a some slambulance <laughs> when I was his age too. Oh, he loves it. Yeah, but it's, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm the skeptic in me saying they only did an ambulance match to try and sell some more of these toys. Well, it's yeah. like when the shark cage match happened. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, Isaac got that that for Christmas. That that ring. <laughs> These saving their new fangled rings. <laughs> exactly. When I was a kid. I just I just grabbed the ambulance out of the Playmobil that I had and used that and to read my wrestling figures. I used the Transformer. I, I, I used to use my He-Man and from the cat figures in my. I used to take my top drawer out and pull my socks out and use that as my ring. <laughs> Use my He-Man and Thundercat figures. I didn't have the proper wrestling figures. <laughs> Which Transformer was it? Was it Ambulance? I didn't watch Transformers. Really. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. I didn't. I don't know anyone from round round here that watched Transformers. It seems to just be me. I think I had the the, the movie on the when I was little, but I didn't really want to watch it. Ratchet. If you, if anyone wanted to know, <laughs> I used to use him for my ambulance matches. But anyway, <laughs> um, I do have mixed thoughts on this match. On one hand, it was an overbooked lot of fun with all the legends interfering, but then on the other hand, is having four old men helping you win like, make you look a bit weak. Uh, see, it's a tough. Oh, it all right. I thought yeah. it was fun. Yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I think it was just a case of everything else on the show was dead serious and high quality, and then they just made it a bit different and was like, here you go, here's all this retribution, pardon the pun, uh, coming <laughs> back, and um, here's something cool, so a bit of nostalgia for you all, have fun with this, and then we'll have the proper mad match at the end. Yeah, I, I agree, I would have been more disappointed if this had made it, but I think they got the structure of it all right, the show. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously I didn't expect this to happen, obviously it was well far from the prediction we made last week, so that's not always, I grew into it, I thought when Big Show came out quite early on. I was like, oh, well, they're obviously Christian. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's, that's why you were in a mask, maybe. <laughs> your body shape is not like, oh. What is that? Well, why does he need uh, to wear a mask? <laughs> why does he need to evade security? Um, <laughs> but, um, and I was like, oh, are they redoing the authority storyline again? I signed up. They're having a uh, big show, big show bands in arena. But, no, I, I thought when Big Show did choke something through the tables, I was like, oh, we're obviously going to get uh, Christian and um, and Shawn Michaels potentially even Edge at some point. I, I, Edge, thought, I thought Edge was going to come when he, when he was um, closing the doors. But at the end, I shoot. I thought Edge was going to come in the spear, but that's why he won't close the other door. In my head, what well, oh, well, I was well, I was thinking someone going to come and help. Yeah, at the end was that at the end when Drew was going to. When Drew, when Drew, no, when Drew was in the ambulance and oh, um, sorry, yeah. just taking his time closing the doors. When he, was, when he was about to close the second one, I, I thought Edge was going to come and spear him. See, I had a weird feeling that, that someone was going to, not Edge, but I was thinking someone at the end when Drew was shutting it, I was waiting for someone to like turn to a line with Orton. Yeah. Um, just because obviously Drew had a bit of I help. So. As well. I just thought, oh, this is going to be a bit, actually, because you kind of said it yourself with the way that Drew's had a lot of help in this match, that there's no way he's kind of going to win now. Uh, but I think in the end that they kind of did end the storyline. I'm, I'm happy that they ended it in such a brutal way that it was a proper kick to the head, wasn't it? That hopefully uh, that does that do does. Do you think this is the end of the storyline? Do you think they're going to have a hell in the cell? Because you need to say which hell yeah. I'm going to put put you in hell in the cell. But, um, yeah, no, um, well, uh, yeah, I, I think maybe hell in the cell. I, I don't they do that, but no, I did. I have to say I did enjoy this. I think the Shawn Michaels super kick. I, it would have been better if he just flew off. I didn't like the way he could. He had a little. It made me quite. It made me. It did make me laugh a bit when he sweet trimmed his music and went. Oh, I'm pushing you down just to finish the job. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was funny. It reminded like, me of um, that Triple H oversell where he wouldn't go down. He's there blowing at him and he's trying to push him yeah. over. <laughs> was anyone else worried that there's like an old man? I love, I love Ric Flair. That there's an old man driving an ambulance that's smashed a smithereen so he can't actually <laughs> see where he's going to go so I kind of wanted to follow I was like oh, even though I don't know why I was even like bending around the corner like oh well how, how far can we see of the ambulance see if it crashes into something <laughs> but yeah um, I'm, sure, I'm sure they didn't go out onto the road well it wouldn't surprise me in America but I'm sure they didn't go out into the streets and drive it so. still driving it as we speak drove yeah. it home but no I, I grew into it as I say I think the fact that the show was so great it was finding it hard to kind of criticise the returns but um, I, I, I think I think this may be of a crowd if there was a crowd there they might have appreciated it more of a live crowd it might have gone down a bit better but um, but no I, I, I'm not going to complain too much about it um, I think the feud I think the feud's given it enough respect for it not to not to not be peed off if that makes sense the fact that if it was if it was a poorly done feud a bit like Orton's kind of last feud he's had to be fair 
Um, I think the fact that it's got enough respect the feud that you can kind of enjoy it how it was going to go I think the fact that both men have earned enough respect is what I'm trying to say that you can't really complain too much with Drew winning no I, I, I enjoyed it I did I did think for a bit though that because Flair hadn't turned up and I knew he turned on him but I don't know in my head I thought is Flair just going to rock up again and just help Randy win <laughs> and then just like we've done this from the beginning it was all set up and I was like I wouldn't be against it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I kind of thought he's going to help him win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, can I make one, one final thing from the show, which I just yep. thought was hilarious? A um, lot of time for Drew Gulak warming up backstage for a match he did, wasn't on the show for. It's a roll-up I wonder what Drew Gulak was doing, like, warming up. I was like, oh, is he? Is I was like, he hasn't got a match. <laughs> <laughs> Could it just remind me of like the SmackDown versus Raw game when you'd go back like backstage Roman and you'd run into someone who's just randomly warming up? That's what it sounded <laughs> like. Really for 2K, um, it's the next 2K game. Just just having Drew Gulak like, randomly warm up backstage and you go up to him, he pins you for the 24-7 title. Well, I do like the fact that they did make it. Like, I, I think during the paper it was quite cool to have the 24-7 cross-branded over a pay-per-view as well. Um, so, because it gives Plus, other the guys... They're all together. Well, exactly, yeah. So it's kind nice. Yeah, it's nice Even to see they them. are actually all together all the time. <laughs> exactly. It was nice to see them interact as well, which was good. And also, um, sorry, final thing as well. Shout out to Angel Garza. I hope he's all right because that was a bit of a botch, uh, a bit of a nasty, nasty gash that was. But um, I didn't realise yeah. what happened to him. What well, I didn't realise until after the hurt. match. I wonder what went well, wrong with the pin. You always know when something goes wrong with the pin. It's it's self. I think the referee decided to finish the match, but he didn't tell the wrestlers he decided to finish Yeah, that's what it felt so like. They, they, yeah. kicked, they kicked out at two, but he said it was a three. Because <laughs> so. yeah, the commentators sounded a bit funny as well about it, so you always know when something goes wrong when the commentators do that. Do, yeah, does anyone but, actually know what did happen to him? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it's a hip or a leg injury. Isn't it? it looked like it, because he looked like he was struggling to make the tag at the end. I do have a theory about the 24-7 title. I think it's made of the wrestling equivalents of um, kryptonite, and it just strips you of your wrestling ability. That's why you can just get rolled up and crap when you're when you're holding the title, because you seem to get your powers back as soon as you lose the title, because then you can win it back. Yeah, because then you roll it back, <laughs> roll them up. <laughs> I still remember the when Elias won it and uh, watching him throw Drew um, Drew Maverick around in the music studio. That was my favorite moment with the twenty four seven title so far. <laughs> I would have liked Drew Gulak to maybe keep it for a few weeks, maybe get into a proper thing, because I think he had the ability to make it fun. And when when, when like Steve Blackman won the hardcore title and he had it for ages, and he's like defended it in proper matches and stuff, I think he could have done that with Drew Gulak, just bring some legitimacy to it rather than what our troops. Putting them in actual matches for it because they did it once and then it kind of just stopped, didn't it? I think it's our happens to send it in a match, but I don't remember. Yeah, I think they've done it a few times. I think it just really varies on how how their shows looking, how the shows booked. I think, I guess. Yeah. So Truth is now a forty-one time, twenty-four-seven title holder, and most titles in WWE history. <laughs> Couldn't happen to a better superstar, the Goat. Yeah. <laughs> I love our Truth. This is the Dark Fruits Daddy, David Graham, and you are listening to Broken but Glorious. All right, so it's time for the final of a question spot entertainment. Lance, to remind everyone the scores. Uh, currently, it is five to three to, to Nick. To the champion. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> uh, okay, so with the last round, uh, Chris will be going first. And um, considering we've just been talking about the 24-7 title, I didn't mm. plan this out, but it's <laughs> worked quite well. Uh, I want you to name me. Every single one of the 24-7 champions. Ooh. Okay. Uh, R-Truth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, Drew, never. Drew Gulag. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so, Nick. I think you might be wrong there, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'm not uh, really wrong, right? You can talk to uh, the point for uh, Descent. Drake Sorry, Maverick. Him. Yes, Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick. Yeah. Um, Titus Worldwide <laughs> Titus O'Neill Yes that is it. So we're currently 2-2 two two In this round anyway Akira Tozawa Yes 
uh, Elias, my favourite 24-7 champion. Marshmallow. Yes. I forgot about Marshmallow being champion. <laughs> it's what Al Joel's favourite artist, that's the only reason I remember it. So. Cedric Alexander. Indeed he was. Next one. <laughs> I thought I'd just let him keep going, but, dun, dun, dun. but yeah, he's definitely won. It's time to come together and celebrate everyone around the world. Come on. So, Chris, if you can name me the show that Marshmallow won the uh, the title on, I'll, I'll let you win this week. Raw. <laughs> Oh, for fuck's sake. I'll, let, I'll give you another go. I'll, I'll let you try again. <laughs> I, can, I can name you like five more 24-7 title winners. <laughs> name you one more and I'll let you win. <laughs> Just off the back of him singing. <laughs> Ted DiBiase, Kelly, oh, Kelly yeah. Candace Michelle, and right. Melina win so, it as well. Yeah, yeah. so this week's winner is Chris. <laughs> No. <laughs> Just off his rapid fire answers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lodger Blaze wanted that night as well. When we changed hand about 50 times on that Raw celebration show. Was it Raw 1000? Yeah, it was. Uh, Marshall hey. won it on his 20th anniversary of SmackDown, by the way. Oh, right. I would have been there all day. Sort of, okay. <laughs> all right, congratulations, Nick. So it means I'm mm. question master next week. So. You could have also had Santa Claus. He's on Jericho's list. Yeah, he was. Kate won it as the mayor of Knoxville. Yes. We can go all night here, can't we? A a couple of Fox executives have won it, and a couple of sports casters have won it. (laughs) (laughs) A couple of basketball players have won it as well. There's so many random we've won it. I think I've won it. This is the leader of the rejected Demon Eye. You are listening to Broken But Glorious. So it's time for the BBG Big Debate. So last time uh, we debated the greatest WWE heel turn and here are the results. So in last place, Lance's Macho Man turning on Hulk Hogan, 24%. How did that come last? How? I was going to say that kids aren't old enough, but mine was only a couple of years after that, which won. So uh, Shawn Michaels turning on Marty Gennetti, 46%. So... This week we'll be debating, so following the death of uh, Road Warrior Animal, I thought we'll discuss the best WWE Tag Team Champions. So Lance, as he came last, uh, <laughs> you get to pick first. <laughs> okay, so I am going to take the Hardy Boys, the multi-time Tag Team Champions, one of the most yep. exciting tag teams ever to watch, two of the most innovative tag teams I've ever seen. Sorry, two of the two of the most innovative wrestlers I've ever seen who have uh, taken tag team wrestling to an entirely different level, not just performing in WWE, but also in TNA as well, going from strength to strength and uh, changing up their characters year by year. How how could they not be the best tag team of at least my generation, for sure? Nick? Um, I'm going to go for... The Dudley Boys. Um, no, I absolutely love the, Dud- the Dudleys. They're the most charismatic team of all time. Um, I've, I've just always been a massive fan. I, would, I think with the uh, 3D, D1 get the tables. Um, wazam! There's so, <laughs> there's so much about the Dudley Boys that I love. Uh, but no, overall though, um, obviously back when I was growing up watching lots of wrestling they were the ones who really got me into tag team wrestling not, not saying the Hardys and Edge and Christian weren't great as well the Dudley boys were just the ones that I really just generally did love and just interest me but then the, their return after SummerSlam was amazing when they did return to the company so unexpected as well um, and the fact they've just they've not only done it they've not only been amazing WWE everywhere they've been as well they're, especially Bubba's been a fantastic singles wrestler as well but as a team they just are amazing together um, and then he also as well um, I actually dressed up as a Dudley boy once on Halloween as well so I had to um, I had to put them in but also as well once when I was at New Orleans Wrestlemania I saw two men dressed up as the Dudley boys and they were amazing because <laughs> I was there but um, did yeah, you no. shave your head? who? did you shave your head? no just put some army trousers on <laughs> uh, but no I, I oh, yeah 
I think they were 25-time World Tag Team Champions as well. They used to just win it a lot, didn't they? But uh, they just made every like tag team match, even, like, even the, like, the, the jobbing matches you would get on Raw and Tag Team, they just made it legitimate. One thing I liked about them as well, they would like they would you'd put them in like if you did have like um, like if you had like I don't know like a like a top wrestler on their own, you'd the punishment would be put them in a, a handicap match or something against the Dudley Boys, who are. Mm. Like the best tag team around, so and you'd obviously naturally you'd lose, sort of things so it would go up to perfection. So, but yeah, Dudley Boys for me. Yeah, and I don't think there's another tag team who's won the WWE, WWF, WCW, ECW, New Japan, uh, Impact, and NWA tag team champions. We use that as well to my advantage. Cheers, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go for the New Age Outlaws they made up of Road Dog, Jesse James Badass Billy Gunn yeah. Oh you didn't know Bow <laughs> down 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 <laughs> better call somebody Sorry go on <laughs> <laughs> I don't, um, Maybe the most popular duo during the Attitude Era I've got to <laughs> but uh, they achieved so much during the late 90s especially when they joined DX and they were the third highest selling merch of all time I think behind <laughs> Um, Stone Cold and The Rock. Uh, they weren't really known for their ring ability, but yeah, the skills on the mic, particularly Road Dog and the you know, signature for catchphrases, oh, you didn't know and suck it, became like pop culture phenomenons of the late 90s while I'm just in the wrestling community. Um, yeah, the team had six tag team championships. Uh, yeah, and I think they've been, they, they have, they have the, um, Biggest gap between championships between the was 14 years, between the fifth and sixth reign. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah, I think as a poster child of the Asu Day, the UHA Wolves will never be forgotten. So, yeah, that's why I think they're the best tag team. The Road Dog, Jesse J, the Badass Billy Gunn, the New Age Outlaws. Outlaws! They're the personification of making Chicken, uh, chicken salad out of chicken shit, whatever it's called, because <laughs> they were just thrown, <laughs> thrown together, both like nobody, basically jobbers at the time, just thrown together on the sweat out of like a superstars or something. <laughs> and they just yeah made it work. So, so. Yeah, because uh, yeah, Billy Gunn was rockabilly at the time, and Jesse James was the the roadie, whatever he was. Done with that. We've got two words for <laughs> you. <laughs> This, I tell you what, this is going to be a really tough one. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I, I was waiting for you to finish that for me now. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Suck it. Cheers, mate. Thank you. All right, so the poll will be going up on Wednesday lunchtime on Twitter. Our Twitter is BBG Wrestling, and the winner will get to pick next week's debate. Um, your choices are the Hardys, the Dudleys, and the New Age Outlaws. I, I well thought you were going to be, you were going to sort me out there. I, I was, so excited, I thought, oh, we finally got over our feud, we're going to be the New Age Outlaws together. No. <laughs> no, I was wrong. Whatever. I've turned heel. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I almost picked Demolition, but they were slightly before my time. So just, yeah. I'm surprised you went with the New Age Outlaws. I just I just really like DX. So. I thought you were going to, I thought you'd go for Edge and Christian. Yeah, I did like Edge and Christian as well, but I, just, I don't I, I, really I knew like Edge and Christian. Yeah, I was torn. I, I, I was really torn with Edge and Christian as well. Modern era, my favourite tag team is a weird one. It's actually Team Hell No. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're amazing. I love them. <laughs> yeah, Lance, do you have a flog of t-shirts for you? I've always got t-shirts to flog for the lovely people of Broken But Glorious. You can get my t-shirts at lunchrivera12.bigcartel.com Yeah, and if you enjoy our show, follow us on Twitter. Again, it's BBG Wrestling. And check out our website, bbgwrestling.com. Good night. Good night. Good night.